Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hi there, dear listeners of Instagram Growth Podcast. This is your host, Anne, and I'm happy to be here today accompanied by Daniel Vivarelli, founder and head of special initiatives at Starloop.com. Starloop.com is a software that helps businesses all around the world get online reviews plus one tree planted per review. So nowadays, it's 55,000 reviews won and Accordingly, 55,000 trees planted. Daniel is a regenerative entrepreneur who believes that every transaction should trigger an act of regeneration. So welcome to the show, Daniel, and thank you for being here with me today. Fantastic. Anna, thanks for the warm welcome and thanks for having me. Cool. So today we'll discuss a very important and interesting topic for all social media managers. So it's ways to drive engagement on social media platforms. But before we get down to this, tell me please more about yourself, Daniel. So what is your business? What is your area of expertise? Oh, sorry. <sighs> what is your area of expertise? And of course, I can't help asking you about Starloop and the noble mission of your project. So please tell me more about your. Yeah, you bet. So yeah, that's right. I'm the founder of Starloop and my expertise is revolves all around reputation management, I guess they call it. And uh, we help local businesses get Facebook reviews and Google reviews. And for every one of those reviews, we plant a tree. We're on a mission to plant 1 million trees. And yeah, so far, like our concept has been super well received. And I, I don't know, I just, I feel really fortunate to have kind of stumbled across this concept of regenerative commerce, regenerative capitalism, this idea that a transaction should trigger an act of regeneration. Yeah, that really sounds fantastic. And these things that you are doing deserves huge respect. So I say thank you from all of my audience and from Combin team for taking care of our nature. That's really noble. Coming back to our topic, so how did you get started with social media marketing and what was your biggest challenge at the beginning of your career? For sure, for sure. So biggest challenge, I'm going to circle back around to that one. I, I think um, that, you know, I'm going to show my age here by saying that in the late 90s, like around 98, I was a snowboarding web designer. There was That, that was just a total cliche back in the day. There was a lot of us back then. Yeah. Um, but during that time, you know, I just, I wanted to find a way to deliver value, get paid and yeah, snowboard as much as possible. And that's why I started designing websites. Um, I, I also jokingly like to say that I discovered how awesome it is to work from home in my pajamas, you know, that's <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. Thing. And um, one thing led to another and you know how it is like these days you can learn anything you want if you want. So I jumped on Google and taught myself uh, SEO, some PPC, started delivering those services to my clients. And then social media came along and just kind of blew up. During that time, though, I got to say, like when Facebook and Instagram and everything was taking off, you know, I pretty much like stayed in my lane. I didn't really get into social media until I discovered just how hot online reviews were. And I know when people hear social media, like they usually think like Facebook and Insta, et cetera. But 
Online reviews really are a big part of the social activity that happens online, specifically around commerce. And yeah, to, to talk about the biggest challenges I had, I think really it was like my addiction to distraction. I mean, there's, there's so many things competing for our attention these days. And for me, like it was just really pulling my focus from, first of all, putting the work in to define who I wanted to be and, and then map out a path to accomplishing that goal. Okay. And at the beginning of your career, did you have a kind of teacher or maybe a mentor or a person who inspired you and pushed you into this sphere of marketing? So if yes, who was it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think this is going to sound kind of strange, but I, I surrounded myself with captains of industry just virtually. So I would jump on YouTube and and really start consuming, particularly like interviews with people like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos. And it's not because I want to become a billionaire. Like I'm not interested in that kind of wealth and not interested in the strings that would come with being that wealthy. But I do think that anybody who's goal driven, like you want to accomplish something that there's things that we can learn from those who have gone before us. And I mean, these are really smart people. And so I'm not the brightest guy around, but I feel like, you know, even if I could take just like a little piece of their game plan and apply it to what it is that I'm trying to accomplish, then that would give me like a, a bit of a boost, a bit of an advantage. So yeah, those, those guys were, I guess you could say like my, my virtual mentors. Yeah, okay. So nowadays there is such a variety of social media platforms, of social media channels, so they help you to establish your online presence. So which social media channels do you use for your business and why? And do you have different goals for your business on every social media channel? Right, right. So we're in a bit of a special situation, which is I recently pivoted our company from being a, a small boutique agency. And back then, like we didn't even need to be active on social at all. Like we had all the clients we could handle just by doing what we were doing, which was delivering value to our existing clients or members, as we call them. Like all the members that we were helping were getting great results and then we would attract more members. And so We didn't really have to put the energy in to be present on social. But with that said, though, like we've just pivoted from boutique agency to SaaS, as it's called, software as a service. And so we're just getting started now developing uh, social media channels, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, so up till this date, um, not a whole bunch beyond just delivering a ton of value to our members who count on us to get reviews on Facebook and Google. Okay, so you use Facebook. What about some uh, channels like uh, video, more, more video-based like YouTube or kind of also Instagram, some sort of visual platform? Are you planning to use them for establishing your presence on social? Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. I think for us, one of the most more interesting plays right now would be to try to tap into LinkedIn, which just as a, from a B2B perspective is starting to really warm up. I'm hearing more and more people getting really excited about LinkedIn for the first time in a long time, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's, yeah. almost like, it's almost like LinkedIn was a big deal. And then it just, it got overshadowed by all the other social networks. And 
now it's like LinkedIn's back on the radar, particularly for us because we are B2B. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. What will be uh, the most important indicators of your success on social media? So would you pay more attention to likes, shares, number of following followers to people who stay with you on social? So would you pay more attention to conversations with your clients or with your potential clients? Or would it be engagement in an overall meaning of this world? Yeah, yeah. I guess there's, I mean, there's two ways to think about like what what are the most important indicators of success when it comes to social, which is there's the the surface stuff, like the veneer, what's on the veneer, right? Which is like all the metrics that people can see, such as likes and shares and number of followers, right? All that is contributes to social proof, which is obviously very important. But ultimately, I think for anybody who's running a business, the most important indicator of success is how is that content translating into revenues? So, yeah. so for me, it's like, I don't care if a post has like minimal engagement and likes. If I know that I can attribute that post to X dollars of bottom line revenue, like that, that to me is going to help me start defining like where should we start focusing our content? Um, but also too, like, as I mentioned, like, we're just getting started really on having a footprint on social media. So, I mean, up to this point, I guess you could say like the way that we've defined success on social hasn't been through our own social media presence, but the results that we're getting for our members. So, Anna, for example, like if, if somebody goes to Google and they type in the name of this company, it's called odds on home inspection services all right odds on odds like they'll see one of our star loop members and these guys are sitting on a thousand genuine google reviews right now like that's crazy a thousand real google reviews and with one tree planted yeah. for every review so like what's what's remarkable about this company or two is that they're a low volume business like i don't know if you have home inspectors where you are but like in north america Before you buy a house, you have to have a home inspector go in and do like a whole report on the house before you buy it. And it takes a whole day. Like it's not like serving cups of coffee where you're serving like 30 clients a day. <laughs> right? This is this is like a low volume business. And to get them like a thousand Google reviews is is like a huge deal. So yeah. for us, like helping these guys get 1,000 Google reviews is just like a testimony to how effective our approaches to getting reviews and is uh, for us like one of the key indicators of success yeah okay i got you every entrepreneur and every business i interview uh, turns out to have his own secrets that help him achieve his goals in life and on social media too so do you have maybe some personal secrets that help you drive the most engagement and that help you get what you want from this project from this life uh, from your goals yeah yeah i think you know for us when When we're in technology, I, I think that it's really easy to think that it's all about the technology. And I think maybe one of the s secrets for me has really been spending more time, sorry, less time understanding the technology because that just comes easy to a lot of us, but more time understanding the human condition or human psychology, really. So for us at... 
at Style Loop, like to try and get a, a Google review from somebody. Yes, technology is definitely part of that, but behind that is like, what's preventing us from getting a Google review? Like what is really in the way? Cause it's not the technology. That's, that's not what's preventing getting a thousand Google reviews for this, this guy. What it is, is realizing that one human beings are busy, lazy people, as we like to call them. Yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> like from the time all of us wake up, we're just in busy mode. We've got a ton of stuff to do. In the evening, we switch to lazy mode because it's just time to chill out and relax a little bit. So none of these two modes are people that are inspired to write a review for their plumber, their lawyer, their yoga class, or their hairdresser, right? It's yeah. They're busy and lazy. And so that's the, f the first thing that we identified that we needed to really solve. And then the second part is what um, I like to call review exhaustion. So I don't know if what it's like where you live, but where I was like, oh man, like you just, you're getting hit for reviews all the time. Again, like your gym wants one, your hair salon wants one, the app you downloaded on your phone. You, maybe you stayed at an Airbnb recently. They want to review something you bought online on Amazon. They Like it's just like nonstop, like just get out of my face kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So understandably, like from a social media marketing perspective, as it relates specifically to online review acquisition, and I know that's a big mouthful, but for businesses that are trying to acquire reviews because they are so valuable to them, this is the problems that they're up again. It's not a tech problem. It's the fact that their clients are busy, lazy people who are getting hit up for reviews nonstop. So the personal secret that we've been that I would share with folks is that that's what we've been focusing on is solving those twin problems. And the way that we've done that is invoking what's called the law of reciprocity. This idea that if we reciprocate by doing something nice for somebody like planting a tree, well, then they're far more likely to do something nice for us, which is write an online review. Yeah. You see, it's a very, very, wise um, theory. So I think that people should take much value from what you are saying right now, because I really think that really psychology is playing huge role in every business and in every uh, product that people are trying to sell. So you need to understand that maybe your product is or your service or what you are doing is absolutely great, but the problem is not in you and in those people in your target audience. So you should understand how to connect to them, right? What to say. So how to demonstrate your product, how to demonstrate that they need it. And so uh, in connection to what we already discussed, so what do you think then, what content usually gives you the most giving back from your audience? So how do you find this way of the most uh, powerful connection to your people yeah okay and I like that word too connection because I mean that's when things really start to happen when we start to have a, a stronger connection to whatever audience it is that we're trying to engage so um, I I mean this is going to be kind of a boring answer I think but just because it's, it's coming from our unique perspective, which is, you know, directly trying to engage humans to write an online review. And I mean, we, we found that as far as the type of content, like what kind of 
what kind of content. It's nothing fancy. It's just like good old emails and text messages. But it's it's for us, it's really less about the channel and more about the message and the story. So I know that sounds corny, but or I know what I'm about to say sounds corny, but for <laughs> us, it's it's really about the trees, like getting this concept out of one tree planted per review. That's that's really the the the, the this compelling hook that gets everybody what they want. You know, it gets our members another online review. Selfishly for me, it gets another tree closer to our 1 million trees planted goal. And for the person writing a review, um, they, you know, in English we say they get a, a fuzzy feel-good feeling, you know, like a warm feeling for having yeah. done something, something nice. So, yeah, it's really for us about getting the one tree planted per review story out there in a way that resonates with people so they'll pay attention and then do the thing we want them to do, which is to write that online review. Okay. And I think that creating this value-driven and engaging and creative content, creative messages is a hard thing to do. So sometimes you may just feel stuck on on your fantasy and you think that your fantasies run out and no new ideas come to your mind. So what do you do in these situations? So how do you find new ideas for this engaging and value-driven content or what, what maybe inspires you? Right, right. So again, from the perspective of us just really getting started in earnest on our content creation, I feel really fortunate that as a regenerative entrepreneur, like we've got something new to share with people. So as a regenerative entrepreneur, and I know that's so wordy, I wish it was a, like a shorter way of saying that. <laughs> it's, too, it's like two really big words, like regenerative entrepreneur. So, you know, it's someone who believes that every transaction should trigger an act of regeneration. Um, so I get inspired just to share ideas around this topic, right? Because it's new for a lot of folks, that's for sure. Um, sharing ideas around regenerative commerce. And you see like, You, you see people really like light up when we tell them that we plant a tree for every online review. You see people, not of course, not everybody, but for people that it resonates with, there's just this genuine sense of delight of like, wow, like they've discovered something new and something really positive, yeah. which I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get down, but look, I, I think we live in a world where we could do with as much positivity as we possibly can to kind of balance the other things that are going on in the world. And so that that delight that people have is like that's the awesome high five for us, right? That's a real <laughs> that's a that's a great payoff. And so just this last week, like I spent um, sh shooting video revolving all around reputation, reviews, tree planting, and creating content that's like 100% training too, like no pitching, just delivering like a ton of value, trying to help like busy business people understand um, opportunity, challenges, solutions around online reputation and reviews. And, and I really want to emphasize here too, like talking and explaining the tree planting aspect of it not as like some fuzzy kind of feel-good greenwashing thing, right, which it could be mistaken for, but to make them understand that like the tree planting is a way to get a massive competitive advantage, right, because 
this is so unique. Nobody else is doing it. And it's the one key thing that's going to get them ultimately what they want, which is more clients, more customers, and more money. So there's like this beautiful overlap in a meaningful way between entrepreneurship and ecology with the tree planting. Yeah. So you said uh, that your project is unique, and I think that's really true because I have never heard about something like what you you are doing. So uh, you don't have competitors, do you? There's, I mean, look, there's thousands of reputation management platforms out there, and they all pretty much just copy each other. We're doing uh, tree planting is just the one thing that we do differently. Like we have a focus on what we call natural language, you know, because asking for reviews is kind of like a loaded question, you know. Like, a, like imagine, um, I don't know, you go to the hairdresser this week, and she says, uh, "Hey, Anna, can you leave me an online review?" Like, you know that she wants our five-star <laughs> review, right? Because, like, she's not going to. So so what we found was that that kind of language really can kill engagement. And obviously, if engagement sucks, then conversion is going to be atrocious. So we, we worked on better language. We call it natural language. Um, and then the ethical motivator with the tree planting and then the smart automation. And, yeah, so, I mean, sure, we have competitors, but they're all doing something so, so different that we're we're really blazing a trail out in a different direction, offering a unique solution. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'll repeat that what you are doing, it's really fantastic, and I have never heard before about this project, and I think that this project is going to change the world, maybe to change the understanding of people. And of course it brings noble mission to our world. Mm -hmm. So thank you one more. So what would you do if you understood that the way you draw engagement before doesn't work like it used to? So how would you try to change your strategy? Yeah. Uh, I would have to say that You know, the big thing that, sh that shifted for, for me, which was on a whole bunch of levels, personally and professional, was really to figure out what I could give away in order to get what I want. That's the big one. Like, before I was all about, like, how do I make the most money, right? <laughs> I make the most? Yeah. I was so, like, so focused on the money. Like, how can I make more money? Where at, at one point... I can't remember what, I wish I could remember the catalyst for this, Anna, but it was more about just figuring out like, how can I, how can I deliver? And again, this is corny too, but how can I deliver maximum value? How can I give away a maximum amount of things in exchange for getting paid for it to the point where actually there, there was a term by, um, so, you know, amazon.com and you know, the founder, Jeff Bezos, right? That guy. Of course. Okay, so I remember watching an interview with him when they were talking about Amazon Prime. And with Amazon Prime, he, this, he used this phrase, which always has stuck with me. And it was, he wanted you to have a look at Amazon Prime and feel fiscally irresponsible for not signing up. <laughs> and that, that always, like, I was like, Holy doodle. That was his way of saying like that you would look at Amazon Prime and or I would look at it and I would feel like an idiot for not signing up for it. Because yeah, it was su yeah. it was such good value. And I think they've accomplished that. I mean, I think I'm I, I think it's like 90 bucks a year and you get 
you get the free deliveries, you get Amazon Prime Video, you get, I don't know, like one, two terabytes worth of storage. I don't know, even know what else you get now. Like it's an, it's an incredible deal. So for us at Starloop, again, in our own small way, like I'm just trying to emulate these captains of industry and these geniuses and trying to figure out like, what can we give away? How can we make people feel fiscally irresponsible for not signing up for Starloop? Cause they're getting so much bang for their buck. Yeah, that's cool. A really cool approach. So how can my listeners know more about you and what you offer? So it's your website, starloop.com. So maybe you have some other resources to get in touch with you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they can catch me uh, at hellodano, D-A-N-N-O on social or yeah, our our website, (laughs) starloop.com. If um, if they're interested or they need help getting more uh, Facebook reviews or Google reviews or learning more about our mission to plant a million trees. Okay, so all the links mentioned will be placed to the description episode so you guys can find it here. So, Daniel, uh, my last question for today. So what message would you like to leave my listeners with? Yeah, I would say just, again, like, Giving is the new getting. You know, if I write a book, it's that's probably going to be the title of my book. Like giving <laughs> is is the new getting. So figure out what you can give away in a meaningful way and you'll be on a path to getting everything you want. Thank you. Thank you very much for this inspirational interview. Thank you for coming and joining me today. I wish you success in your noble mission and I wish you good luck with your project. I'm sure many people will join you in the future because you just can't ignore this great deal of what you are doing. Thank you so much for coming and have a good day. Anna, thanks so much for having me. Cheers. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.